0: Hello and welcome to PFF Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host Ian Hart. It's happy Wednesday night, Thursday morning, whatever it is we're recording this on. 4:20. Happy holidays, everyone. Best ball season. Joining me today is none other than PFF legend ambassador connoisseur Dwayne the Rock McFarland. Dwayne, how how do you? How are oh, you, dude?
1: <laughs> <But> <laughs> we haven't even we haven't really broken into the beer yet, you know. You know so um, no, man, I'm doing good. We're, gonna, we're about to do a draft, and we have a top four pick. So the last time, what did we have, pick 10? We had pick 10, I think. We were around the turn, I think. Two yeah. weeks ago, yeah. So we should get a different vibe, you know, today. Um, and if folks had a chance to check out the article, um, we discussed it a week or so ago, but really like that reverse engineering, um, you know, the, the perfect draft, yes, round sir. seven through 10 and 11, we know just provide us with so much flexibility. So it'll be interesting to see, uh, do we get you know, a a Jonathan Taylor or a Christian McCaffrey and no on both. They both, we
0: are, we (laughs) are pick four draft is going Dwayne. Is Taylor the only running back you're taking ahead of some of these dope wide receivers right now?
1: Yeah, so far, but I would do McCaffrey. Like, and I, I know you're in, Oh, look at that. Jefferson. These people know Ian, like, Thanks. Ooh. So Cooper Cup, dude, we get Cooper Cup at pick four.
0: Wow. Yes. They actually went JJ over Cup. I respect it. I respect it, too. We've been <laughs> talking about it. Like if you're sitting at
1: 10, 9, 8, like Jefferson is just a slam dunk pick.
0: There has. So um there hasn't been a running back repeat as the overall fantasy RB1 since I believe Priest Holmes in the early 2000s. Quarterback Josh Allen just did it before him. It was Dante Culpepper way back when. Obviously, Tony Gonzalez had the really long run at tight end. Wide receiver, we've seen the sustained dominance a little bit longer. Antonio Brown was doing some wild things um, in the middle of the 2010s decade. Like with Cup, I get a little annoyed when I'm seeing the like, oh, is Justin Jefferson going to be this year's like Cooper Cup? Because we're saying, oh, okay, is he going to have the single most prolific season that the wide receiver position has ever (laughs) freaking seen? So, you know, it's, it's one of those things where if you can just get either for him I I think it's fine but you know expecting Jefferson to do that I was joking around on Twitter saying like all this hype going to Jefferson deservedly so he's going to have a great season only for week one you know Adam Thielen's going for 90 yards and two touchdowns
1: uh, for sure, yeah. After week one, we'll all
0: have Adam Thielen as a high-end wide receiver, too. <laughs> <laughs> After uh, Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase went. Then Austin Eckler, Derek Henry, Najee Harris, and Javante Williams. Still no Melvin Gordon signing. At this point, Dwayne, wouldn't we have to assume at least a 60-40 Javante split over Melvin? Even, yeah, if, it's, I think, even if it comes yeah, back yeah. to that.
1: I, I think we already do it, yeah. Okay. I, I don't see any reason not to. Um, my biggest is, is, issue with Javanta right now is just he's probably priced as high as he's going to be you know, in the offseason. I don't see him getting much higher than the price right. he has today. But I see several scenarios where we could see him go down in price, if that makes sense.
0: A.J. Brown still going there. at the end of the first round despite some of those concerns. Debo Samuel still very much on the board. Dwayne, our PFF fancy Twitter account was asking everyone, "Where's the best possible landing spot for Debo Samuel?" And I won because the best possible landing spot is for him not to go anywhere and to stay in San Francisco. I don't think everyone realizes how fancy-friendly of a role that was for him last year in the second half, getting those rush attempts on top of the targets. I mean, we can talk about he's he's amazing. I get it. If you put him in Kansas City or Green Bay, he's gonna be great. But with all this player movement stuff, Dwayne, the best answer is usually stay where the hell you are.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I mean, I would say, you know, I'm not against him moving just because the best version of Debo was really the first half of the season version, right? Not Mm -hmm. the one that was getting all the rushing attempts. So I still think, you know, if he, if he left, he could potentially land in an offense where we really get to see from a PPR or half PPR perspective, we could see a player that could just really provide us more value. I would be fine with Debo losing his rushing attempts, you know, if it, if it meant that he was going to get more, um, you know, receiving opportunities. So, I mean, I think, Looking at the way that the league is set up now, and how many different offenses are basically running an offshoot of Kyle Shanahan's offense, I think there's plenty of landing spots that he could where he could hit. Right? Any of those McVeigh or Shanahan tree style offenses, like I think we could see Debo, um, you know, in a situation where he could probably still perform well. Do you I, want? Him? I agree? Do you I want like him? where he's...
0: Oh, yeah. If he makes it here, we, we're smashing him. Is
1: he, we, is he here? We have him.
0: Yes. Debo Samuel right now. Best wide receiver available. We got Metcalf. T. Higgins is close, but I still do lean oh, this Debo. is an absolute smash. Hopkins, Keenan. Yeah. The running backs yeah. available are Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley, Antonio Gibson, Cam Akers. This is great, Dwayne, because like, this happens every offseason where we can actually take advantage of some of this new cycle stuff. Yes. Going and that's long. what you're supposed to do. Yes. Yeah. I mean, hell, dude, like, um was it Well right and both
1: up? of us are kinda are, are pretty much reluctant. We're a little we're a little scared of Debo in the late first. Or but early this is second. fine. So now we get exposure to him at the end of the second, mid second. I really love it.
0: And so Rap Mark Sheet Andrews said right after us. Rap so, Sheet said that these talks have been going on for weeks or that Debo told the 49ers like two or three weeks ago that he wanted a trade. They don't have to trade him. Like there's just because we all heard about it today doesn't mean it's more imminent than it was when he asked for it in the first place.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So it's going to be coming back around the turn. Mark Andrews went after us. Nick Chubb went after us. So our start so far is Cooper Cup and Devo Samuel. I love it. Travis Etienne just went in the third round. Wow. Uh, normally a fifth round pick is Etienne. Um, and maybe he's moving up. Um, he's not on the recent ADP I've looked at. But, uh Whoever that was is probably the same person that took Justin Jefferson. Like, they're definitely, you know, they're walking to the beat of their own drum. Uh, Both (laughs) players that we have high in our ranks, though. So, uh, I like it. I like the style. I like the swing. So, man, if T. Higgins comes back, what do we got? We had three picks before us. Bro, we can still get Fournette if they don't notice. Yeah, I'm thinking Fournette or – I'm thinking Connor may slip back to us.
0: Oh, Fournette went. Okay. So they risk it with Connor. This is going to take a while. We could get Higgins. I don't, I'll leave it up to you. I'm cool with Higgins or Connor. I agree. There's a chance Connor wraps so, around.
1: So Fournette went James Connor is available. Yeah. Same I want to try. I want to go ahead and go with T Higgins. I just love the upside of T Higgins. We'll have three receivers. It gives us a chance to, you know, look at a zero, uh, RB build, which we haven't done yet. So I like it.
0: Exciting times embracing the zero RB waters. I, uh, I, was, I had this uh, tweet up about Zero RB. It was from an old episode of Malcolm in the Middle, where uh, I don't even know what the hell Malcolm was asking his dad, but all of a sudden, the entire screen goes dark, and Hal's like, listen, son, once you start it, you can't go back, ever. Like, this is now, like, they're just, like if you want out now, like, okay, but you cannot if you want to do this, you need to put your whole focus towards it. Malcolm was like, I okay. can't remember
1: who did it, but somebody put up a thing like saying, Hey, give a sexy quote that would work for zero oh, yeah. or four in bed. And I just put, don't stop. Like once you put <laughs> your foot pedal to the metal, you just got to keep going. <laughs> for
0: like that same tweet. I said, uh, Tony Paul. No. Was the yeah. Best yours was better. Yours, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. That would totally get a girl going. Way. <laughs>
0: Um, unfortunately, God, man, my, my fiance just has no idea about football still. We watched some games together, but, uh, look at you. Have you,
1: So are you officially announcing this? Have you announced this to anyone
0: else yet? I mentioned it casually. I thought, but yes, okay. I am you, now yeah, an you engaged, told me. man. I, I feel man. like
1: I'm in the inside circle with Ian, but
0: maybe not, maybe not on this podcast. Uh, you know, I, I share the, I don't think you have on this Todd. Well, there we go. Ian Hardt now engaged. Some woman is apparently going to have hard tits in her last name soon. <laughs> Against all odds, we uh, have crossed that barrier. I even bought the uh, rig insurance it. today. So great day to be great. But, Dwayne, let's focus on this yeah, lovely yeah. zero RB start here. Cooper Cup, Devo Samuel, and T. Higgins. True top 12 wide receivers, in my humble opinion. We did have our first quarterback go, Josh Allen, at the end of round three. I mean, we still have James Connor available. That would be our ultimate. Yeah, I would I would put I would put Connor at the top of
1: the queue, along with Aaron Jones. I love Aaron Jones and a half PPR. I would be willing to look at
0: Brees Hall as well. What um, about David Montgomery? I would be willing to look at Montgomery too. Um, I mean at this point, you know, we already got I, Higgins and what wide receivers do we have? Yeah. And remember, yeah. like we're
1: going to have a lot of flexibility where we're going to have to be disciplined is once we get to round seven through 11, she made a lot of receivers we love. Um, so Aaron Jones just went off of the board. Kyle Pitts just went off of the board. George Kittle is also gone. Um, do you know, did Darren Waller go? I would be, I would definitely have Darren Waller in the queue as well. If he is well, available. He just went. This is not, want. this okay, is not, so this is not in
0: live draft, but people are still sniping us as we're talking. That's about okay. And, and
1: those players should be going there. I mean, those are good picks. So D.J. Moore just went. The other option I would take here, Ian, um, so I would definitely have James Conner at the top of the queue. I would also be in on your man, Terry McLaurin. Uh, then you would have four receivers. Um, see, I know when I say Terry McLaurin, I can get my way. Yeah, um, even if it means... Oh sports, my God! Oh, he, he just went. went. I see. I have to shut up. Like, <laughs> no, but
0: no one can hear us. Like, I, I do no, live baseball streams where people absolutely can hear us, and uh, it doesn't matter. So Herbert
1: just went. That's the second quarterback off the board. Um, this is a lot better. I can see this a lot better than last time, so I'm able to keep up. Um, I'm marking off. You know, I've got a sheet for folks at home. Like, always have your tiers and everything up, and so I'm basically just looking at it, where the gaps are in the tiers. And then Ian and I, you know, we're pretty close on a lot of our ranks. So we we may have to have a brawl here in a little bit. um, We'll we'll, we'll see. All right, James Conner, let's go. Yes, I think you just smash it. We go
0: James Conner. Okay, so this is where it starts to get interesting. Because, Dwayne, I think you've been kind of vocal about this. Is it round five or round six when you see, okay, Lamar Jackson just went. But we have a chance to be able to get Kyler Murray here in round five. Is that where you you want to come back?
1: If you come back and Kyler Murray's there, I love it. And then I like getting Rondell Moore later. Okay. So Even Lamar over, did go and Over Mahomes?
0: It. Are we are we doing that? Oh no. If
1: if if is Mahomes still there?
0: She's still there right now. Yeah, we're going okay. Mahomes over Kyler. Sorry Kyler. Yeah, we're yeah, over. yeah.
1: Just because you don't ever get Mahomes um, at this price um and then
0: Bro, bro by the way, it, you, all of a sudden you can cause... get you
1: can get late stacks with Mahomes uh with NBS. I was about to say, like you've Ju-Ju never going, had Ju-Ju's that going
0: too early. We've never really so, had that opportunity with him because it okay, if, like we didn't get Kelsey so in Reese Hall draft. just went. But if you can it'll get it'll be hard ho- I'll be honest, the- it
1: will be hard for me to pass Montgomery if he's there again uh Ooh. when we come back. But you could definitely talk me out of it for Mahomes. Uh, because I'm a big believer like in these quarterbacks. Um I like just getting exposure when they're way cheaper than what they should be. Otherwise I'm, I'm usually drafting a quarterback later. Like this year is going to be a little different because of what you mentioned around Kyler and around Lamar Jackson. Um, obviously the Lamar thing's not happening.
0: Uh, I say we go with Montgomery if he's yeah. Okay. Let's well, here's why, because I think it's going
1: to, Mahomes on the board is going to go. And I think there's still a chance we get Murray back. There Montgomery, should,
0: Montgomery is normally pick 42. We're getting my pick 52. So boom, automatic. I love it. And the one thing about these drafts right now, this is just a five dollar draft. I understand we're not playing for anything too huge here, but we don't have the ADP uh, eligible for Tom Brady, so we might be able to get him like Gronk. Uh, well, it's Gronk's a little bit different. People I think are really buying into him potentially retiring, but for Brady, we might be able to get him after the fact. Maybe we get uh, Kyler to still wrap around, and people are worried about that. Yeah, I think we have a. I think we have a shot at that. There goes well, Mahomes. In round six, bro. Like, okay. The best quarterback season we've ever seen in fantasy points per game is 2019 Lamar Jackson. Like, if, as long as you use like a 10 game threshold or whatever. But Kyler Murray, for stretches, before he gets hurt, and I know people always say, like, yeah, he'll be great until November, December come along. But my God, man, if we ever do get 17 full legit games out of Kyler Murray, that dude could break what Lamar did in 2019.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh he, again, we've mentioned this, but to me he's the only he's the only quarterback that truly could throw for 5000 and rush for 1000. You know, I don't think I don't think Josh Allen can get to the 1000 yard rushing. We know that he can hit the 5000 passing, right? For Lamar, I don't think he can get to the 5000 passing. He can definitely he can hit the 1000 rushing. So, I think Kyler is the one guy that could do both. Um, so I think, you know, you got to think of him the same way you think of those other two players. We just need Kyler to stay fully healthy for a season. You know, he's he's, he's had lower body injuries and a shoulder injury over the last two years that have just kind of slowed things down on him.
0: Pittman's starting to climb a little bit, I feel like. He went right behind Elijah Moore. One spot ahead of Amari Cooper. Ahead, Devontae Smith, Mike Williams, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Michael Thomas, so there Darnell goes Mooney.
1: Michael Thomas, Burrow, Mooney. I'm just marking off. Yeah, we're pretty flexible right now. We can kind of do whatever we want. Um, You know, so, I mean, depending on what we like coming back around. Yeah, Kyler. It's okay. Kyler gone. That's okay. Uh, I think, did Burrow also go? Yes. The Burrow pick, as soon as I saw Burrow go, I knew Kyler wouldn't Mm -hmm. make it back.
0: Yeah, I was looking at that possible. There goes Carter, Michael Carter. There goes Jerry Judy. Maybe we could wait around, ooh, or... Okay, we could wait around and then try to go with uh, Stafford to link him up with uh, Cooper Cup, and then go get Higby late.
1: Yeah, I like the Stafford stack. Even Allen Robinson.
0: Um, I mean, he's still there. I think. There goes Sutton and Brandon Cooks. Yeah, uh, we got Robinson available a couple rounds later. Let's try to do the ramp stack. Do we? Yeah, uh, so we,
1: we can we can wait at quarterback. Yeah.
0: Okay, what are we thinking here?
1: Is it on us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I'm trying to keep up with it. Um, so right now, um, what are the receivers that are available?
0: Uh, Lockett, Hollywood, Renfro, Gabe Davis, stealing. I kind of like Thielen, bro. I know it's a little bit of a reach, but not that bad. I have Marquise Brown
1: above him, Okay. but I, I mean, I like him. Um, uh, yeah, I would I be want, fine. Give me Marquise. I, I would be fine with that.
0: That's give me Marquise. Marquise. Yeah. Do it. Did I get him? Come on. Yeah. All right. I got him. Hell yeah. All right. I like that call. Yeah. I, I have Marquise ahead of Thielen too. I'm not sure why I didn't put that together in the moment, but Dwayne, that's why, that's why we're here together. That's why I'm looking
1: at the tears, Ian.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm trying, hey. I, I,
1: I don't know if I'm missing some of these guys. Like this is going so fast and furious for those at home. We tried to both log into the same account where I can more easily see all of this. It won't let us, but we'll be doing some FFPC drafts too, uh, coming up where it'll be easy for us to be in the same room. Um, uh, there goes Hawkinson. That was the other potential one. Um, you know, you got Hawkinson, you got Schultz, but I know we're so big on Gronk right now, uh, and we like Ertz as well. Like, so in the, in the tight end tier right now, I've got Dalton Schultz. I think, did Schultz go? I'm pretty sure. No, he didn't. So I've got Schultz, Gronk, Ertz, and Albert O. Oh, all sitting here. I think we need one of those. Um and our, right now our roster is just for folks at home. You're we still got
0: Ertz of. too, bro. I think one of, if throw him in that group too. If we get him, um, it's our team. Yeah, I had Ertz
1: in the tier. It's oh, my Schultz, okay. Gronk, Ertz, and Albert O. We want one of those. Yeah. So we need to keep an eye on tight end. Um, there goes Thielen off the board. Uh, Danny Blake, 29. Ayuk just went off the board. Ayuk could see some rising value here uh, if Debo does get traded.
0: Bro, I mean, year one, when Debo was out, they did like start to use him a little oh, bit yeah. more. I Debo as, some... He wasn't getting running back carries, but in terms of like shorter stuff, remember, he burst on the scene when he jumped over that Eagles dude. Like he, He's electric with the ball in his hands. Not Debo, but who is? Right. And did you say Allen Robinson is still available? Yeah.
1: I would throw him in the queue for now, just so we're remembering. And I would go ahead and throw Stafford over there, just so we don't forget. Yeah. Throw Albert O over there, too lock It's one pick to us. It's a lot of pressure when you're on the clock right in front of me and Ian. Okay, we are up.
0: Do we want (laughs) to... Gabe Davis just went. Do we want to cash in on... Oh, crap. Schultz is gone. Do we want to go Gronk already?
1: Uh, What round are we in? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Do we go Brady and and Gronk? Yeah, because we need a tight end and a quarterback. Brady or Gronk? Um,
0: Yeah. Go ahead and go with Brady. Yeah. I was moving up before you said it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There we go. Okay. TB 12. I just, Hopefully you know, we it's just, we, we
1: get, yeah, I mean, we get a chance to have the passing leader for the entire league. You know, we missed out on the guys that have the upside, you know, as far as their legs uh, that are in the top tiers anyway. So to me, I like grabbing Brady there. It leaves the Gronk stack open. Um, I'll get we Russell. Can still always come the back. Q. We can still always come back to Stafford.
0: Um, Russell Gage oh. is a lovely value, and uh, if we end up getting Gronk,
1: Tony from, and Renfro wanted I think some Gronk insurance. Is, if we wanted some Gronk insurance for Gronk, pick. we
0: get Cam Brady like last round because no one's going to pick Yeah, Gronk. I'm fine with that. There goes Allen Robinson. Yeah.
1: it's okay. I mean, we, when we took Brady, oh that's we true. Kind of made a decision, but uh, let's see here. So you think we should we should pull the trigger on Gronk here uh, if he's the yeah. I, well, here are the players I love right now, where we're sitting. Kenneth Walker. Um, I like Chase Edmonds. I like all of the first-round rookie receivers. Um, hey, I speaking of Chase
0: Edmonds, would you go Rashad Penny or Chase Edmonds?
1: Um, I, I like Chase Edmonds slightly more. Wow. I have them together. I have them. I have them right next to each other. Okay. I, mean, well, I have I, Rashad Penny. Actually, I have Rashad Penny one tier below.
0: But I, awesome. I like having
1: Penny over in the queue. We need. So we are going into round eight. We need a tight end. Um, we're pretty good, you know, at receiver, but I want to get, so in the next three rounds, I think we need a tight end at least one more running back, maybe two and one receiver thoughts. There goes Garrett Wilson on that. I will say I
0: I tried to queue up Russell Gage since we have Tom Brady and I accidentally got Curtis Samuel, but that's destiny. I'm accidentally putting Curtis (laughs) Samuel in the queue now underdog fantasy. What up? You guys know. Devin Singletary went off the board early round eight. We'll, yeah, man, we'll see. But Devin Singletary in round eight, that's great value right now. He's been a couple rounds earlier. Uh, the second they uh, don't draft a running back in the first uh, couple rounds. We'll see. him. Like Singletary just gets written off a little bit as someone that's not all that great. And no, he's not Alvin Kamara good, but like who, who the hell is? So he puts up fancy points when they give him the ball a lot. That's all we care about, Dwayne.
1: So there goes Kenneth Walker. I was, I was feeling that. Man, after watching Kenneth Walker, I'm just like, he can do things that none of the other backs in this class can do. As far as his rushing ability, I know we have questions with the passing game stuff. But, man, like, he's just – he's a better running back than Brees Hall. Like, when you watch
0: – he, he moves it's, a little bit different, man. Yeah, like, even yeah. against Ohio State, like, he did nothing – really because the game was 49 nothing at, like, halftime. Michigan State just – they got, they got blown the hell out, but it wasn't he rocked Michigan though. He had, Oh, he killed Michigan. No, but I'm saying even in the Ohio state game, we did nothing. I think he even got hurt early, but he had like one drive where he just made a couple runs where he cut back against the grain. Like, like we were talking about, you know, tight end kicks out that DN, and He comes back um, after uh, not seeing anything front side. And it's like, God, how do you, he can do Push everything the over the defender, man.
1: Real quick, Drake. I mean, Drake. I'm them used to doing these with, with Brian Drake. Hey, shout out to Drake. Shout out. Hey, Gronk, <laughs> yeah. he's here. Yeah, so Drake, man, Drake London is still sitting there. I love Drake London here. Um, and Gronk's still sitting there, too. Look, Click on the tight ends real quick, Ian. We could maybe. Yeah, get Drake London in the queue. Man, we should... so. What do you think? With... Ertz and Gronk are both still there, right? Yeah. All right, too late. We're going yeah, to do the receiver. Sorry. Okay. So yeah, it. I, I wanted uh, London there, but right. it's fine. We had to. We had to get a tight end. So.
0: Okay. All right. No worries. Gronk and Brady stack. That's.
1: Yeah, that's and fine. it's good to go ahead and get the stack done. All
0: right. Ideally, for our next pick, we got the. There goes Rashad Penny. We got the quicker turnaround. We can get one of hopefully Drake London or Rondale Moore. Also, I think Tyler the other Boyd, thing we got to remember
1: we need a third back. So if if I think Elijah Mitchell went, but is Chase Edmonds available? Um, Damian Harris, Kareem Hunt, Cordero Patterson. We have those Chase. guys,
0: Those guys should all be in the queue. Ooh, C Pat, let's go. Um, Chase or Cordero?
1: I like both. I've got uh, I've got them. I've got Chase Edmonds slightly above Cordero Patterson, just because I think Chase Edmonds probably has a little more upside on the rushing opportunity okay. plus the passing down.
0: Offense um, should probably be a little better, too. Yeah. All right, Chase Edmonds it is. That's Let's see. Dude, when Chase Edmonds originally went to Miami, I felt like the hoopla was going a little bit crazy, and I, I didn't think I was going to be high on him at all. But where he's going he's shaping up like him, miles Sanders, uh, and CPAT are like the cheapest kind of starting running backs you can get.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and look, that's our RB three. So I feel really good about our backs. We can honestly just
0: draft one more if we want. Um, so despite going, despite going zero RB, it's funny how it worked out when we were able to get Connor, Montgomery and 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 Edmonds.
1: Yep. So I like the build. Um, What are we looking at as far as quarterback we're looking at? All right, yeah. Wilson, Stafford, Cousins.
0: Rondale went. Damn. All right. Yeah, a lot of, we should, I think running back's probably going to be the play next.
1: So Rondale did go.
0: Can OBJ pick a team already? What the hell is going on? (laughs) And Fuller,
1: bro. I'm basically just fading OBJ at this point in best ball, just not knowing what's going to happen uh, you yeah. know as far as the injury goes. It's like if I was going to take a risk on a guy with an injury, I think I'd rather take a risk on Jamison Williams than o- than Odo I Beckerman. saw um
0: I saw Jeff Mueller, who I-, I think is a doctor of some sort, so he's a good uh, Twitter presence. yeah, okay, yeah, he's but
1: at f- least physical therapist. I don't know if he's a doctor. okay, but physical maybe. therapist He might be.
0: <laughs> Whatever the hell he is, I-, I I respect his opinion on you know player who uh, goes a And that type of stuff anyway he was talking about the rap sheet report that you know this acl surgery went great for obj and the last one had all these problems and jeff found this like old tweet where obj was squatting like two or three weeks after surgery and everyone was like oh yeah this went fantastic like look how ahead of schedule he is from everything so it seems like you know the type of report that you know maybe a certain someone's agent wanted to have out there and say yeah recovery couldn't be going better maybe added zero to that contract
1: yeah, exactly. And look Pat at that. Somebody, what, goes. Yeah, Pat, see Pat in round 10. Like that's, that's nice. I mean, we'll, we'll look at that team later. If that's like their RB three and they got to wait that long, that's pretty nice.
0: What if we go like two more running backs and we shoot with like Madison, if he's there and then maybe loop around and get, him I don't, to I don't think Herbert we have, I don't,
1: I don't think we have to, are you at the top of the queue? Like I like Isaiah Spiller over both of those. Um, especially with the noise that, like, he, dang, there goes Deshaun Watson. That was going to be the other one I was going to say, man.
0: Oh, and Russell Gage went. Good pick, uh, Bricker312. Isaiah Spiller. Yeah, he's getting that. uh, Who was saying he could go earlier than people were expecting? Doug Kaid. PFF, Doug. Love it. Let's get some Isaiah Spiller, man. Why the hell not? Um, great last right. name shout out former clemson tiger cj spiller he yeah. had a great year in buffalo too he's always um I, when i was looking up like jk dobbins who else has averaged six yards per carry in the nfl over the past 10 or so years spiller had one of those years man him and uh oh my god uh fred no Fr- fred jackson right
1: yes fred that was jackson.
0: a duo that was a duo baby all right frying with one.
1: Oh, your favorite
0: Corey Davis, Kenny Galladay, OBJ, DJ Chark, Fuller, running backs. What are, the, what, are, what are the
1: receivers look like right now? I would like to tack on another one. So you said Corey Davis, OBJ. Galladay just uh, went.
0: I don't hate Corey Davis.
1: I don't hate Will Fuller. <laughs> Ooh. Like once he signs, like, you know, he's a name that we know can move up. Bro, if uh, you to what are the clear quarterbacks clear. real quick? Can we yeah, get move him to the top? Uh, oh, Derek Carr still there? Yeah, I would take Derek Carr here. All right, cool. Come on, yeah. We have, hey, and we're we're done. We're done at quarterback.
0: Sweet. Hey, Brady and Carr. It, it's not out of the question that they're top two in passing yards. Probably not there for Carr, go. but you never know.
1: It's it's in the range of outcomes now with, yeah. with the weapons that he's dealing with for sure. I wish. So yeah. we don't have like, great. So stats. we're done. We're done at quarterback. Um, but that's okay. That was our round 11 pick. You want to give the folks, I'll, I'll, recap the team while you're working the queue. So we've got at receiver, we started with receiver, Cooper cup, Devo Samuel, T Higgins and Marquise Brown at running back. We've got James Conner, David Montgomery, Chase Edmonds, uh, and Isaiah Spiller. And then at quarterback, Tom Brady, Derek Carr. And at tight end, we've got Rob Gronkowski.
0: It's a pretty good. good start. We'll take that. Feel like we've had less uh, bickering about who's available and stuff. Getting the uh, you know environment even better for the lovely listeners at home. And speaking of those listeners, I'll probably send this out either tonight or tomorrow, but definitely want to get some top questions from you guys. Whatever it is you want to talk about, just respond to my tweet and let us know. And, you know, the ones that are the most liked will probably get priority. And if you guys ask some cool shit that doesn't get liked, but I like it anyway, we'll talk about it anyway. Just a great day to be great all around. Friday mailbag episodes. Tune in starting, guess what,
1: this Friday. Yeah, I love what we just did with that pick. As soon as, I mean, what we got and Derek Carr, and then right after that, Tannehill goes, Tua goes, Matt Ryan goes. Derek Carr is way better than Matt Ryan.
0: <laughs> I saw Tannehill, yeah. and I, I was like, oh, Tannehill's there. Like, he's, again, he's kind of that last quarterback I want before we start getting the real perspective, guys. But I didn't even realize Carr was there. Obviously, Carr should be a few spots ahead. He's just like the cheaper version of, uh, you know, him and him that, like, Stafford, uh, even like Aaron Rodgers tier, I guess. Is that fair? I think so.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, we've basically we've called him like he's he's the arbitrage play right on that other passing tier. Brady, Burrow, Prescott, like Derek Carrs the Derek Carr and Kirk Cousins are the arbitrage plays on that. There goes Ke- Corey Davis, Hunter Henry, Cole Comet. Who's available at tight end?
0: Jar- Jarvis Landry's getting some, getting some visits going. Dude,
1: this late, I like a guy like Landry on a team like this. I mean, we, we need some, we need a, we need more receivers at this point.
0: Ooh, we can get George Pickens still.
1: Oh, I love Pickens, dude. He's got a really good chance of going to the chiefs. Like I'm just feeling better and better about that. And like, he's just, sounds like he's slowly rising up boards. I love that idea. Jahan Dotson's another one. Yep. You just clicked him. Look at that. Oh yeah. I love the Khalil Herbert thing. Um, but I think we need a receiver here personally because um, I like goodness. coming back to some of the – we could come to some of the rookie running – we could come back to some of those rookie running backs later. So we're one pick away. K.J. Osborne just went – Noah Fant just went in front. Let's of go him. with George what Pickens. The type – I
0: like it. Just do it. We took – how would K.J. Osborne go? Come on. Are there any K.J. Osborne stands out there?
1: Well, I think what people are hoping – I mean, is it will be a new offense where they could run 11 personnel like all the time.
0: I mean, K.J. Osborne you – know, KJ Osborne plays the slot. You want to make the KJ Osborne is this year's Cooper Cup claim, Dwayne?
1: <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I'm not going that far. Do you think? But, I, but, I ima- think, like, I but hope to your point, imagine imagine how far George Pickens is going to move up if he's taken by the Packers or the Chiefs, which bo- they both have two picks at the end of the
0: first round. And again, like, this is the time to draft rookies, so I will happily yep. scoop that up. And then if he goes round two, whatever he seems to be. Uh, I would be shocked if he makes it past the first 40 picks. I seem about right. Yeah,
1: that seems right to me. Based on, especially on the hyped up news we've just seen over like the last week and a half with
0: him. Yeah. Christian Watson available. So roster
1: construction wise, we're sitting on two quarterbacks. We are sitting on four running backs and we are at five wide receivers and one tight end. So we need another tight end. Um, But right now I'm pretty open to taking whatever we think is the best value um, I wouldn't mind adding one more back, probably a rookie. Um, I think you've got most of them in the queue. Ooh, hold on. I uh, like want... the, you know, I like Brian Robinson who you've talked about. I think he has every down potential. If he lands in the right spot, Do you spot. want a running
0: back now, running back now or tight end,
1: uh, who's available at tight end. Is Logan Thomas,
0: Irv Smith, Evan Ingram, hit your
1: boy, hit your boy Irv Smith. Let's go. This I was it. hoping you'd say that. I just, I, I can't, I can't, you
0: know, amazing off season, like... amazing off season for Irv Smith so far. Like his worst case is he's going to be the, he's going to be the starting tight end, man. Like I must say, Yeah. Trey McBride, I don't even think Trey McBride necessarily comes in and starts over him.
1: So honestly, I could be done um, at quarterback and tight end to me, queue up all the upside at receiver and running back and mainly receiver, but I, I wouldn't mind adding one more back. Yeah. Um, you could, you could talk me into one more than that, but I, I, I kind of like with the way we set our buildup and the way things happen to land, like. I think five is the number I feel really good about at backs. Um, I wouldn't mind like really coming back and pounding some of these other receivers. Just take some high upside rookies at this point. Like yeah. Will, Will Fuller, I like. Jarvis Landry, I like. Marquise Valdez-Scanling, I like. Uh, Sky Moore, you've got some other rookies in there. Christian Watson, I like all the guys you have in the queue.
0: Fuller or MVS? I mean, MVS has the role that we're hoping Fuller gets. I'm fine, I'm, fine, I'm fine with MVS at this point you know,
1: with what we've already done with our other guys.
0: Who would you, all right, why is Juju going so far ahead of MVS? I mean, because he's,
1: because he's done it because people have seen Juju have, you know, two top 24 seasons. That's why
0: 30 million reasons why maybe MVS should be that guy. No, I heard a, I I was talking about this on Twitter and one of, uh, one of my lovely followers brought up the point that Kelsey eats and then maybe we get like three or four. Oh, you're going to have a fit. And
1: Kenneth Gainwell just went,
0: Oh my gosh. four rounds, <laughs> six rounds too early, but, uh, no, but someone uh, m- mentioned in my mentions, mm. uh, just Ryan that off Kelsey, bo- let me finish. Uh, Kelsey, uh, goes <laughs> off and then maybe we get like Miko, Juju MBS and then another rookie receiver all going for like six to 800 yards or something like that. Certainly a possibility. And other than Tyreek and Kelsey, man, we've seen Mahomes shy away from force feeding guys. So I think, Uh, You know, it's kind of like the, you know, Bill Simmons old uh, Ewing theory. Maybe we do see uh, this offense not be better without Tyreek, but maybe go through less uh, dry spells because they're not forcing the ball as much. But maybe I should save that half-baked idea elsewhere. MVS went. Yep. So So did Brian
1: Robinson. It's on us. Yeah, I say go ahead and grab Fuller or Landry here. I'm fine with either one. Um,
0: Fuller's higher ceiling.
1: Yeah, which one has the higher ADP? Was it Fuller?
0: Already picked Fuller. But yeah, I think it was higher anyway.
1: Yeah, I think it was too.
0: That'll work. I mean, he's been linked to Green Bay and Cleveland. Bro, if he goes back to Cleveland with Watson, that's amazing. He was eating. I saw, I saw a
1: good tweet by somebody today. They said, hey, wouldn't it be funny if Kyle Shanahan just owns the league, trades away Debo Samuel, trades for LaVisca Chenault, and turns him into Debo Samuel. Oh my God. Ian's <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to pick LaVisca. That would be <laughs> incredible. Uh if coming yeah. back, Landry or Watson are there, I'm fine. We've got six receivers right now. Our roster but, construction. Is who's two Landry?
0: Who's Landry visited Saints and someone else? Uh, yeah, I can't even remember who all. But Dude, it's just Saints I mean, would be a great fit. He could be that legit number two receiver there.
1: Potentially, yeah. I mean, I think you know, it'd be him and he'd be battling oh, you know,
0: Camara. Blake uh, twenty nine. My funny. office might goes, there be goes a bug Keyshawn Vaughn. Keyshawn Vaughn. Dude, I had like a stroke a month ago and thought Keyshawn Vaughn was like still a starter, just blacked out and didn't even remember the Fournette signing. This Dude, is... I love a back
1: like J.D. McKissick
0: at this spot. What, what, are, what are the other backs that are up there? Oh, LaVisca just went. Karen Williams, McKinnon, still a free agent. Chuba Gaskin, Tyler Algier, Naeem Hines. You could talk me into Algier.
1: Um, or James McKissick. Cook? It's, it's on us.
0: James Cook. You could talk me into any one of
1: those, dude. James Cook's had a ton of private visits with teams. Like teams love him. I, I'm convinced he's going in the second round at this
0: point. Let's go, James Cook. I think we yeah. might be able to get McKissick even later. Like his, yeah, his ADP is two thirteen. I think we're
1: probably good, honestly, at running
0: back now. If, like, I if think we, we don't could... love any wide receivers, we could always add McKissick. Rashad White. Did go right. I am a little. I'm a little. Uh, Zamir White's still there. Damian yeah, Pierce. Is still probably right. Right. Ooh, Damian Pierce is still there.
1: You're on the Damien Pierce training
0: now. Rashad White, left. Yeah. I mean, the guy can do everything. If, like, the biggest issue is, like, he wasn't given enough volume, I don't know. There's a lot of, a lot of these SEC schools, they have so many talent. Guys are transferring in and out now. Like, I don't think workhorse metrics are quite as important necessarily if you're doing it at the right school. Yeah, like are are we gonna fade Jameson Williams because he couldn't overtake Alave and Garrett at Ohio State? Oh, like- there
1: there are people who do, but no, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> there goes Christian Watson. We need to work these receivers over, man. I, I feel pretty good about the backs right now, but like we got guys that can contribute, like Robbie Anderson, Julio Jones, um, Ooh, guys that you know one? we don't ne- we don't necessarily love, like Van Jefferson. I like still. Um, see, and what's funny is it like I know these aren't names we love, but keep scrolling, it gets thin. <laughs> you start mm-hmm. now you're like you're like byron pringle and nico collins like sterling like, shepherd that's dude. byron like,
0: pringle bears wide receiver two to you dwayne yeah yeah
1: sterling shepherd i like uh targets per route run have been great the last two seasons with daniel jones
0: you know the bears should sign cole beasley give him like, like the, one point bears give need the, a veterans draft, the, the bears need to draft a damn receiver they have two picks in the second so we could see it what percentage chance that antonio brown plays football one. Yeah, probably. you see, I uh, was, uh I, I wish it was higher. You see him and Floyd Mayweather, they offered to pay whatever team 20 million. If he like does anything wrong this whole season. God. Wouldn't that be like, a just, wild, uh, that's gotta be, is that even legal? <laughs> why can't Antonio just like do the right thing to begin with? And then we don't have to worry about all this. We get to watch him keep playing. I know. That's the worst part of the whole thing. All right. Still have. Yeah. Yeah probably done it how many wide receivers do we have we have cooper cup debo samuel t higgins marquise brown george pickens and one william fuller the fifth will fuller best player in NFL history with a v designation whatever the hell you call that
1: oh man these receivers flying off right in front of front of those two picks before us and robbie anderson van jefferson nico collins all just went
0: let's go julio what if he goes to green bay then we're talking about like a Probable like wide receiver three. I bet people move him up into that range.
1: Maybe like yeah, I'm maybe like wide receiver I'm, four range. Yeah, I'm just looking did Tim Patrick go.
0: Yeah, I had him in the queue.
1: I like Sterling Shepard over Julio or Byron Pringle.
0: Just targets per route run. Like the only problem for Sterling Shepard is dude, he's injured. coming off an Achilles. I don't want to mess with that. In a wi- wildly crowded offense, that might still suck.
1: Yeah. We just know when he's out there, like he gets heavily. heavily I hurt.
0: agree. He's like, that's all you're player. buying into at this
1: point. Like you're buying into shit like that. I think he like, might
0: be there when we come back. Let's go Julio. That's fine. No, stone Shepard's a baller, man. Like last year he was eating targets for the first couple games. And Daniel Jones got hurt that giants offense for the first four or five weeks of the year, man. I really wonder how things could have gone. If Jones didn't get concussed, if Saquon didn't get re hurt, and if Ster- Sterling Shepard, I think got hurt uh, later in the year, but you know, we had that saints game and then just, it was just, like, it was
1: destined to go bad just because of the coordinator and coach.
0: You're right. But like it
1: on I paper, it looked good though. I mean, I it looked good.
0: Look, the NFC, they have that crazy, like, Oh man if one of the Eagles giants or Washington is going to take a major leap relative to where they were last year, who do you think is most likely? I kind of think the giants. I mean,
1: I don't know. I Washington's mean, Washington's the could, only it, one
0: with a quarterback upgrade.
1: It, yeah. I mean, I was, that's who I was also considering. Um, I don't, I don't really like any of them, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's in the range of outcomes. You know, you get a better, the coaching staff alone, like it's got to help, you know, be worth something. All right, Shepard, Damian Brown. The other or the other option is Tolbert. Um, We Uh, have seen Tolbert, you know, get mocked a little bit higher to some of these teams. Is Sky Morgan?
0: I went rogue and got Damian Pierce. (laughs) Don't be mad. (laughs) Oh my god, you don't need Damian Pierce. It's round seventeen. Let me have my moment, Dwayne. I'll Uh, pay for this five dollar (laughs) draft. Yeah, I know. (laughs) We have we have freaking seven wide receivers still a great day to be great. We'll get no, b- we're good. B- I b- mean, broom. we've
1: got, we've got six backs. We've got seven receivers because of how balanced I'm fine with it.
0: Hey, you know who goes up in the ranks if, um, Oh wait, AJ green's still here. I mean,
1: yeah, I, we already did the Julio thing. I'm out on AJ.
0: <laughs> Dude, it's what happened last year though. Like AJ green's gonna start ahead of, uh, Wesley. Uh... I'm sorry. Like what did he finish as last year? He had some good weeks early on. Shout out Josh I mean, Norris, who was all over it um, throughout the offseason. I don't know. Dwayne just hates wide receivers that peaked five years ago. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> AJ Green. Oh, no. Never give when you're looking for someone. You got to ask for more rows. Just like how we're in under waiver wire nothing good ever happens after you click next 25. I mean, I'm fine with it at this point. A.J. Green, wide receiver 50 per game, type of Cole Beasley, Tim Patrick.
1: I'm fine with it. I just don't, I mean, there's not a lot of upside in what we're going to get. I, no. You know, I think you get more upside out of it. Oh, Paris, Paris Campbell.
0: Never mind. i you take him with the last pick. Could be. James Washington, perhaps the Cowboys wide receiver three. That's probably about it. We're getting gross now. Dude, I was looking at all right. This is wild. Um, it was like the highest hour oh, up. Okay. Fun, fun. And so story did, did,
1: did Dotson go Jahan Dotson? Um,
0: Tolbert's there. Do you want Tolbert?
1: Yeah, I like Tolbert too.
0: I was, I'd rather uh, take Tolbert
1: than any of the guys we have in the queue, to be honest. Yeah.
0: Over the last, I got, we got Tolbert over the last, um, Since Lamar was in college, so like 2014, 2015, most yards per rush among all quarterbacks was like 100 carries. Number one, Lamar Jackson. Number two, Malik Willis. I know, different level of competition. He's not quite that dynamic, but damn, it's a pretty good spot to find yourself. What I was saying that for, though, was because on all these quarterback, like rushing lists I was looking at, Lynn Bowden was popping on everything. Man, it sucks that he missed all of last season. He's had a couple. He's had a cup of coffee of fun in the NFL, Dwight. I would love to see Lynn Bowden go somewhere, recover from this injury, get back to making some open field goodness happen. Final five games in Miami, man oh I was all and he had like the running back designation we could use as a wide receiver the Len Bowden era in fantasy football will be missed let me, let me just say that Blake what 29 what, stole AJ unreal what is
1: available at tight end this is round 19 for folks listening so far the rosters Tom Brady Derek Carr quarterback running backs James Connor David Montgomery Chase Edmonds Isaiah Spiller James Cook Damian Pierce wide receivers Cooper Cup Debo Samuel T Higgins Marquise Brown Will Fuller George Pickens and Jalen Tolbert. So we're pretty we're pretty balanced. I I I definitely don't want another quarterback, but I wouldn't mind another tight end if there's something that you like here just because the potential of Gronk not playing.
0: Let's go Paris Campbell now.
1: Yeah, I like Paris.
0: And then do you want to go Cam and just hey, we got the we got Brady. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. I'm
1: actually fine with that on this build.
0: Again, the idea behind handcuffing is that you don't want to handcuff your first or second round pick or something like that. Because if you're drafting Pollard and you have Zeke on your team, if Pollard balls out, that means that Zeke, something horrific happened in the first round pick. But, Dwayne, we're great. handcuffing like an eighth round pick with a last round pick. I mean, what's, like, the if we had to look at like the value, like expected value added from the 20th round pick in these drafts, like just being able to combine like one of this or the eighth round pick is going to hit. I feel good about that.
1: Yeah. And I mean, the thing with that, I like about it is like with Gronk, we know we've got an older player who battles injuries every year. So even if Gronk signs, like we probably get a week or two where braids potentially in play.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Graham's still a free agent. Go get another check, Jimmy. Go get another no-trade clause. I, I don't want to lose that bit. Oh, Ricky Seals Jones! Holy shit! We can Dwayne Ricky Seals Jones, Giants tight end one.
1: I'm fine with that too. Yeah, that gives you more upside. That way, you know, uh, you know, you get a player that could fill in for Gronk, but also like potentially give you a week or two of production anyway. Yeah, I'm he's fine one with of- it.
0: We got, we got a. These guys that just don't have the uh, ADP can get some values. That's how we got Brady and Gronk in the first place. Hacking the hacking the scene over here. Not seeing many wide receiver goodness. Yeah, if we didn't if we didn't have
1: Gronk, I would pass on tight end here and take and go a different direction. But with us having Gronk, I think it's good to go ahead and take one of the tight ends.
0: Dwayne, can you name the Browns' starting three wide receivers right now?
1: Amari Cooper, Anthony Schwartz, and the Donovan Peoples-Jones.
0: Is it Anthony Schwartz or is it Jakeem yeah. Grant who got low-key paid? Yeah, it could be
1: Jakeem Grant. I consider they probably hope Anthony Schwartz can be Jakeem Grant. Like, Jakeem Grant will immediately be, be, their, will be their returner, you know, at least on punts. Um so, have, you ever, have you ever played hey, in like, a points-per-return
0: league?
1: Yes, I have. Yeah. Wow.
0: That's some DJ yeah. shit. I'm,
1: yeah, I'm in a. I'm, I have two home leagues that give points for return yards <laughs> and touchdowns, and we play IDP, so you can do it. Wow. Through, you know, back in the day, like you know, you'd have these corners. I had a corner who sucked. He was terrible, so he got targeted all the time. But he also returned punts and kicks. He used oh. to play for uh, Buffalo. He was good when he was young, and he got older, and he wasn't as good. I can't. I can't remember his name now. This is so long ago. But <laughs> he was like Patterson. a cheat. He was like a cheat code.
0: I don't hate the Boston Scott pick in the twentieth round. That's the backup Eagles running back to get.
1: Man, dude, that's where I hope. Give me Kenneth Walker to the
0: Eagles. That'd be fun. All right, RSJ, yeah. final pick. Yeah, I'm good. Love it. I was on a I was doing the PFF like Sunday Morning Show, and I was always like next to Eric Eager on it. And I was, you know, sometimes we'd slip some fancy stuff in there. And I think I brought up. Um, I said, like, Ricky Seals Jones, and then I said RSJ, and Eric's like, Ricky Seals Jones is not good enough to earn the, you know, <laughs> acronym nickname. Like, come on, man, you can't be doing that. Was, like, yeah, anytime
1: you have three letters in your name, like, we're going there.
0: But there's players like... <laughs> He's uh, <got> the, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, anytime you got the hyphenated name, like, people are pretty much going to go there.
0: Some of these guys, like RSJ and Alley Cox, and stuff, like, I've just studied them so It's got to work, though.
1: Like, MOA doesn't work or M-A-O, whatever, or M-A-C. Mac, Mac's fine. Like, Mac's good. Like, why don't we do use
0: M-A-C, I guess. Like,
1: who's the other one? Hey, Dwayne. Uh, we, just, we just did.
0: I went oh, MVP. I know. I went MVP because before the draft ended, I got the draft board out. So we can actually review teams this time. Holy right. shit. Like, our our draft. Yeah, just going over our draft first, and we'll go through some other ones. Cooper Cup to start. Was able to get Debo Samuel out a nice discount. Round two. Got T Higgins. We were looking between Higgins or... Uh, Okay, I think, yeah, we lost Leonard Fournette, so we're looking at Higgins or James Conner. Lucky enough to get Conner on the wraparound. After that, got our second running back with David Montgomery. Marquise Brown, nice little steal, in my humble opinion, in the sixth round. Like, man, Marquise, he has a ceiling, and we actually saw him have a four for once last year, too. It's not a bad thing, everyone. Tom Brady, round seven to get our quarterback. Stacked him with Rob Gronkowski. Chase Edmonds, one of fantasy's cheapest starting running backs in round nine, taking a little shot in Isaiah Spiller, round 10, for that sweet, sweet upside. Derek Carr to finalize the quarterback position round 11. George Pickens, love where he's going right now, round 12. You can imagine on the Chiefs or Packers, Irv Smith is tight end two. William Fuller, James Cook, Julio Jones, Damian Pierce, Jalen Torbert, Paris Campbell, Ricky Seals-Jones. Dwayne, what I love about almost all of our picks is like we have a bunch of guys that have a chance to be... On a team where they are starting, like a top two guy, like, that's my issue with people like Kenneth Walker, even like you know Ernest Johnson, you know Benjamin. Like you really have to jump through some hoops to see how these guys are going to have these bigger roles by us getting a couple free agent wide receivers, but that, but that we're confident in going to a team and these rookie running backs got some upside here.
1: Yeah, I, and I just like the build. Um, scroll back up a little bit. Like first. You know, when you have the value fall to you, like we did with Debo, you mentioned it early in the show, like you want, if you're going to draft all off season, you better be using news cycles to your advantage. Meaning when there's news that depresses the value of a player buy the player, when the value gets pushed up because of a news cycle, you can lay off for a little bit. You can always choose to go back to the well if things don't settle down. But my first inclination when things start to move up, you know, especially if there's a nice bump up, like is I'll just tap the brakes for a minute. I like can say, okay, a week later, do people still feel the same way. Because especially at this time of year, Ian, you know how it goes. Like, we're all looking for stuff to talk about. And the echo chamber on Twitter starts going nuts, and people just overreact to that news. So getting Debo Samuel to fall back, that's not easy to do. Cooper Cup falling to pick four does not happen all the time. That took Justin Jefferson going ahead of us, as well as Christian McCaffrey. A lot of times we see Cooper Cup go one or two. Then coming back, T. Higgins. That's a player that we normally can get in this range, but look, going to be a year three receiver playing in an offense that did loosen the reins down the stretch last season. Um, hopefully, hey, we'll Higgins see Higgins could of that.
0: outproduce Chase. I mean, their, da- their opportunity was virtually identical. So when they were on the Debo field. and T.
1: Higgins, both elite ascending talents. Um, you know, we'll see. And I don't even really care. Like if Debo ends up getting traded, you know, I still think there's chance that you know. I, I know what you said at the beginning, like the way they scheme him up in San Francisco, and I don't disagree but he could, he could still land in a role where if he gets more targets, like he can actually produce just as much fantasy value, if not more. And then like a guy that we've talked about all along and James Conner. Now they have brought in several receiving backs for visits, you know, so there's a chance that James Conner could lose some value. But the way I look at it, Ian, is James Conner last year, before we even had, you know, um, Chase Edmonds gone was still worth being an RB2. Yes. We're going to get touchdown regression, But we also still could have a – and even if they do draft a back, there's no guarantee that, you know, James Cook comes in. I know that's kind of the one that you mentioned yesterday on Twitter. We don't even know James Cook can get passing downs. Like, he's got to earn it, right? Right. So with me, James Conner, even if they add a back, I like his floor, get him in round four. If they don't add a back or if the back can't assume more – like, you just got a huge value getting James Conner in round four, and you didn't spend um, – we still took elite talent in the first three rounds over a guy that has a role in James Conner in the fourth, so I like that. David Montgomery, also a value, dude. Where'd you say Montgomery's normally going like 10 picks a hit ahead of here? So, so far we've grabbed Cup below value. We got Debo Samuel below value. We got James Cook, who is a, we love as a staple. T. Higgins, upside player. And David Montgomery, 10 picks after. And then wrap back around, add Marquise Brown. So, it's just – it's nice. It's a nice – balanced roster. I think the one spot we could have pivoted if we wanted would have been off of Brady to do the Stafford build you talked about. Knowing that Derek Carr fell to us where he did and we were able to basically start the next quarter. Basically we cut off the next quarterback run. Honestly, we or we kicked it off. Um might have been like right there to go ahead and we could have gone with a back like AJ Dillon. That probably would have been like who I would have thought of. Or the even a thing. receiver or a receiver like Drake London, who we had to pass in the next round for Gronkowski. But at the end, like, we still got Brady plus Gronk together. Brady, I'm not going to – look, I like Brady more than I do Stafford by a decent amount. Like, I think Brady could still be the QB1 overall. I know it's less likely because he doesn't run. But, like, if you had to pick between the two and you had to put odds on it, hey, which which player – What where would you place the odds on Tom Brady versus Matt Stafford to lead the league in passing and touchdowns? Like, I would say it's like 75% on Tom Brady. 25 percent on Matt Stafford. Maybe
0: so, like six, maybe like 65, 70. But either way, it is a lot. But no, I mean, to your point though, AJ, if AJ Dillon or you know Allen Robinson was there, like there wasn't anyone that was screaming for us to take them over. I know you mentioned Drake. London, it was a big tier.
1: That's the problem. We had a
0: big yeah, tier of players there. That's
1: fair. And honestly, that's what we'll start to work through as we as we you know do more of these. And that's why I love doing them, man, because it, it has. I'm already sitting here thinking about like the tiers. Um, you know, where we have the breaks in them and like just thinking through, okay, like maybe some tiers, like you don't want your tiers too big. And I I try to keep them smaller, but there are a couple of spots where they're really big and it leads to these things like this. Um, But I agree with you overall. Like there wasn't anybody screaming that. Um, And then coming back, dude, and getting Chase Edmonds, it worked out fine because like AJ Dillon could easily be outscored by Chase Edmonds, who we got three rounds later, like in a PPR format out of the gate. I think you have to consider Chase Edmonds and AJ Dillon almost equal. Like, I get the upside of A.J. Dillon if Aaron Jones goes down is higher than what you get with Chase Edmonds, but I think out of the gate, in a half PPR setting like we're dealing with here with Underdog, I think they're going to be really close in points, Ian. And right now, like, without an injury, I think Chase Edmonds is actually the back that might have a little bit more upside, again, without an injury, so guys don't freak out. Like, if Aaron Jones goes down, (laughs) we know A.J. Dillon is going to be a freaking badass. There's no way around it. Um, and then coming back with Spiller, yeah, I, I just like the construction. So I love the players. You kind of hit the players and what you liked about them. Mm-hmm. But this is a really balanced team. I don't feel like we're overloaded. I feel like
0: this draft is an improvement on the one that we had last time. Let's keep on keeping on. Get a little better every week, Dwayne. Why the hell not? Quickly go through some of your. Show guys me the dude teams. that
1: got Patterson. Like, what what are his other backs in front of that? Yeah, where did Patterson? The guy that got Cordell right? Patterson in the tenth. Not Jarrett Patterson. Oh, there <laughs> nice search. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. Young Buffalo, 8 8, goes Dalvin to Stefan. Ooh, Stefan digs Josh Allen. With dad. Josh Allen. That's why he reached on Allen. Makes sense. Aaron Jones, good value. Michael Thomas, Josh Allen know. is
1: so good, I just call him
0: Josh Allens, like he's multiple. <laughs> uh, Clyde is single, <laughs> Terry Tyler Boyd is CPAT. He's got some good, uh, good upside here. I don't, I like the running backs. I mean, all these guys have a pretty solid best case scenario. I don't like those receivers
1: though. Red what red are red all red. of us? So we got yeah. Diggs. I like with Allen, but the, coming back with Michael Thomas and Juju Smith Schuster. Now I love the Tyler Boyd pick. Um, you know, Allen Lazard. Not, ba- not bad in the 11th, I'm fine. As long as all the young guys with all the upside are gone, I'm fine if you want to go with Lazard. So I-, I-, I love the Patterson pick where he got it. But I- what I was wondering is, like, Patterson was his three and he got him that late after stacking a bunch of receivers and, like, a tight end and an elite quarterback. He obviously got the elite quarterback.
0: Who's his tight end one? Um, Hunter Henry. Yeah, see. Um, he he-, he, he that- took three. Hunter Henry, Logan Thomas, Robert Tunyon. Which I know, look, having done several, you know, Several, several summers of these best ball drafts, you see that wide receiver. You see that running back. You're like, I'll get tight end later. These guys will be fine. You end up with three guys like Henry, Thomas, and Tunyon. More times than not, doesn't always work out everyone. I remember the summer when it was Chris Herndon, Jay Sternberger, and, you know, someone else. The guys <laughs> oh, that man.
1: Out, I wanted so. some Sternberger. I wanted some Sternberger, man. I'm like, who the end?
0: hell is this time? All right. All right. The only problem, young Buffalo, he took Evan Ingram later. i maybe, you could argue that Ingram is the second best tight end here. Don't draft for tight ends. So that's the one takeaway there. Uh, let's see. Looking at, yeah, I think Blake. it's three max
1: on tight end. Typically yeah. I don't want more than two, but I mean, I leave the flexibility. If the right value falls, you've got a certain construction. I get it. All right. What'd you say? You got
0: here's an example, Jonathan
1: Taylor. And then, yeah,
0: well, he went three Sorry, running man. backs. you good. Three running backs in his first four picks Taylor, Etienne, and Brees Hall. Left-time with wide receivers Metcalf, Elijah Moore, Adam Thielen, Jamison Williams, Jacoby, Curtis Samuel, Jarvis Landry. Yeah. I like the. I
1: like. He's ballsy. Here's my challenge. Historically, for the last three years, we've seen that people that reach, if you consistently reach, 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 especially at this time of year when there's so much value you can just take that you know is going to change in a week from now once the draft happens. It's just not a, it's not a winning strategy. Typically, ADP is sharper than what we want to give it credit for. Um, and one of the quickest ways to lose in a best ball league, honestly. And, and look, Blake29, again, like, I, I like the fact that you're ballsy. you got a thought process. You're like, hey, this is what I'm going after. And it's clear to us, like, what you did. You said you want young upside. You want Jonathan Taylor, Travis Etienne, Bryce Hall. Like, not going to argue. D- DK Metcalf has the talent. Elijah Moore has the talent. Adam Thielen, uh, a little older, but an Ian personal favorite. Like it. You know, you, and you, Dalton Schultz slid to you in the seventh round. Came back with Kareem Hunt. Not terrible, but just too many reaches, I feel like, in one draft.
0: Especially um, early. You get once you get the yeah. double digit rounds, go get your guy. But because ETN six goes six in round four
1: or five. You could have got you could have you might have been able to nab Brees Hall and ETN back to back in four and five.
0: Another so. the Hammer, 04, McCaffrey, Chubb, Fournette start. Dallas Goddard round four, you know, it's a reach. it is 420. People tend to do some wild stuff sometimes. Michael <laughs> Pittman, Brandon, Ayers, Tyler Lockett, Drake London. That's I love like, that. I love that. Right well, there. okay, I like, Dwayne. I, I don't hate it, but. No, I'm just
1: saying I like the sequence. I like the picks. I'm, I'm with you that I probably would have laid. I would have laid off the tight end um, in round Definitely. four. But once you go with the three backs, dude, like he did, the, 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 the pick you pass on, and I hate this because I love this player. He should have passed on Nick Chubb. In round two, he should have passed on yeah. Nick Chubb. You come back, you get Leonard Fournette, who's actually, we both have ranked higher than Nick Chubb. You you want to take the back there. Um, to me, you take T. Higgins in round two. Then you have McCaffrey. You got T. Higgins. You take Fournette. Come back in the fifth round. Um, uh, the fourth round, you don't you don't pound Goddard so early. But I think it just leaves you a little bit more flexibility to do some different stuff. Um, sorry, I cut you off. You're about to say something about those receivers.
0: I, I like them, but I just, the... Uh... Having Pittman as my wide receiver one instead of my wide receiver three or even four, just, this is the part where I'm not signing on quite as much. I just think more and more, Dwayne, as we've got, gotten a couple of these under our belt, leaving these first three rounds, man, with two wide receivers, I just think it really sets you up better. Because the amount of value we have, I, we're not used to seeing like the guys like Edmonds, CPAT, and some of these like legit... Rashad, r- Penny. Rashad yeah, Payne. scroll down. Scroll down and just name those for people. Like, like and, The backs yeah. that
1: are going like between round seven and ten.
0: In round seven, we got Damian Harris to A.J. Dillon, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Kareem Hunt, Rashad Kareem Patty. Hunt at the end of round eight, dude. Kenneth Walker, Devin Singletary, round nine, Chase Edmonds is going. Round ten, Cordero, Ramondre, Isaiah Spiller, Miles Sanders. Like we are getting legitimate starting running backs that we know have upside RB2 potential in the eighth round and later that doesn't usually happen i think maybe people are sharper
1: people are pushing them down people are playing sharper like i mean people are thinking more macro strategy stuff and not just players and i think i mean like fantasy football like it's honestly like we're at one of the best times ever like as far as all the content and all the minds that are out there everybody challenging each other like making each other sharper thinking in different ways like you know those ripple effects have like been in motion for years but like the public is is grabbing onto them. And I think it's because we have a lot of younger people that are drafting. Like two or three years ago, honestly, like I could dominate drafts more easily than I can today because I could go into a draft. I pretty much knew how everybody else was going to draft. And like, once I saw like the first two or three rounds, it's like, boom, it's like, I knew exactly what would happen. Now it's kind of like what poker went through. Like all of a sudden, like this younger generation comes in and mixes everything up. There's all these bright minds. I think that's, what's pushing these guys down the board to your point. But for every move like that that happens, like there's also an advantage, you know, so you can take advantage of those backs being pushed down the board. Now, if
0: you've thought through that ahead of time, a couple just quick notes, Mal Wakes, who was going right before us. I like how they were able to get the Mark Andrews, Lamar Jackson and Rashad Bateman stack. I'm sure they were looking for Hollywood, too. But Do you like Andrews in guys.
1: round two, though, and a half point?
0: No, I don't like. Uh... I didn't like many of their picks past round 10 either, but you know what? I'm going to focus on some positives here. Avalanche uh, 2025 started off with Chase, Waddle, and Hopkins. Another example. Really the same path as us. Yeah, three great wide receivers who were they able to get after. Zeke Dobbins and Elijah Mitchell. Guess who's benefiting from this Debo Samuel news? Elijah Mitchell. But he's, re- I mean, he didn't receive a bump at all really in this draft. I mean, going after guys like Josh Jacobs, like J.K. Dobbins. I would have Montgomery ahead of him. But Mitchell is someone that I think is almost going a little bit undervalued. Him and also Michael Carter, who went in round six, really have had great off-seasons so far. Uh, if Debo's
1: gone... And if they avoid drafting him back, which is always a possibility with Shanahan, Mm -hmm. then to me, like at that point, like I think you can make a legit argument about Elijah Mitchell over David Montgomery. I think they'll be in the same tier right Mm -hmm. at that point. But I could if somebody made that argument to me, I would understand it because I think that Mitchell's shown some explosive playmaking ability that we've just never really seen with Montgomery Montgomery. The problem, so our two backs, they're volume backs. Like we are depending on like, you know, when we project them, they're going to project very highly as far as touches, but they're not special. Like James Conner's a good player, probably slightly above average. Montgomery, slightly above average. But like they're they're not like these
0: elite playmakers, if that makes sense. I hate when I search for a football player and some stupid basketball player comes up instead. Justin Jackson is still a free agent. No longer part of the team right now. This one would be interesting because I was looking at um, the draft after us and the guy that got Justin Jackson. I mean, it was awfully late. We all remember the overall RB one week with Justin Jackson. Yeah, round 17, man. Like If we knew Jackson was back with the Chargers, which I'm not saying that's you know likely or going to happen, but if we knew he was back, he's someone that would legitimately be in that kind of handcuffed tier going a couple rounds ahead. Uh, let's see, savoring. Don't draft Kenyon Drake. Don't do it ever. There's no upside scenario for Kenyon Drake. It's, I'm not blaming it on him. Kenyon Drake is fine as a football player in person, whatever. Actually, his Twitter account has been hilarious lately. You guys should give him a follow. Just don't draft him in fantasy football. Uh, Bricker 312. This is interesting. So we went Derek Henry, Joe Mixon start. So superhero RB. Um Shout out, Kenan. uh, shout out four, four for that. Then we got yeah, Keenan Allen. TJ Hernandez. Yeah. TJ, there we go. Couldn't get, couldn't get the name out. Then Keenan, Terry McLaurin, Mike Williams, Cortland Sutton, Allen Robinson, Trey Lance, Russ Wilson to get the stack with Sutton, Russell Gage, Rojo, Alberto. Wow. one 312. Take a Okay. Bow, so man. see, this is
1: the thing. Like this is where, when I can't see the queue, like, and we're trying to keep up. That's why I like FFPC. Like go back up. He got Alberto win. He slid to round 12. We have a round 8 yeah. grade on Albert O. Like, Albert O, like, that's a miss on our part. Letting him slide that far. Um, yeah. Would miss.
0: you have rather taken Albert O ahead of Derek Carr when we went around earlier?
1: Man, I, I still probably wouldn't have just because of where I think we... Yeah, I. that would have been the pick, to be honest. Like, okay. it would have been Carr versus Albert O. I would have been fine with either one. Man, so he was... What's funny is he was two picks away from getting back, and we probably didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But yeah, yeah, love that Ronald Jones pick. I've talked about some of the similarities—not play style necessarily, but just in terms of situation with Rojo and James Conner and where they're being drafted this time of the year. Back-to-back quarterbacks, rounds eight, round nine. Again, very solid draft. Bricker, three, one, two. Talked about savoring a little bit. R. Foley, Javante, Kelsey, Gibson start. All right. Well, Never take Kelsey and Darren Waller in the same draft. I'm done reviewing yours. I'm sorry, but that's just you know wasn't a smart move by you, Kenny. We got Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, all trade squad. And he was just taking value.
1: I mean, he he he's the one that got Mahomes to fall. Like here, to be honest, like look, once the pick gets to you, took three quarters to you. You go up real quick. Yeah, this that's a problem. Dumb. Come on. So 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 go up real quick. Like I like the so, Romeo like, just,
0: Dobbs pick though.
1: But just to kind of help people, like, learn from it, right? I mean, we try to learn from our own draft. Like, we definitely made mistakes. But, like, when you get to round four and Patrick Mahomes, like, is still on the board and you took Kelsey in the second. Now, you got lucky. Mahomes landed to you in five. Like, to me, rather than forcing Darren Waller, I just go ahead and take Mahomes in in round four and have my Travis, Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes stack. Again, it worked out this time, but typically it's not going to. Yeah. Oh, man. Where are his receivers? Does he have any?
0: Dude, he just—he did not. Oh my God, he didn't draft a wide receiver until round. <laughs> he buried 11. the lead here. Yeah. Uh, Chark, yes. Kendrick Bourne, jahan, Do- jahan Jahan Dotson. Excuse me. John, John Mechie. Mechie. Jefferson Pringle, Cedric Wontae Robinson, Romeo Dobbs. Woo. Hey, I I appreciate you coming into the draft with us. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how the squad goes. Kenny, good value. <laughs> yeah. Wonder
1: he'll on. be sending out his, he'll be sending out a screenshot at the end of the year
0: how he dominated us. I know. That's how it goes. Kenny got Kyler. The Kyler, uh, Rondale Moore stack, shout out. Mike it's Jusicki. so easy
1: to do I right know.
0: now. Mike Josecki, some of them were fading. He also stacked uh Robert Woods and Tannehill. That's a great job there. I just wouldn't be drafting James Robinson this high, guys. Still, we don't know if he's gonna play football. And you took Kenneth Walker. James Robinson and Kenneth Walker one after another. I mean Kenneth Gainwell.
1: We're fine oh, with Kenneth, Kenneth Yeah, You're yeah, talking yeah, Kenneth Gamewell. Big correction.
0: After, <laughs> uh, after the 60-minute park uh, spot, every 60 minutes we go downhill. like We were delirious okay. by the end it's of okay. that uh, three-hour pod. Young Buffalo, 088. We've kind of talked about the issues with Dalvin Cook, but he went a little bit later, I guess, than normal. Um, okay, we already talked about him. He did the uh, digs in Allen. Yeah, you got to talk through Team 12, though. Finally, S.V. Yaddo whatever the hell your name is, AJB, round one, Swift, Deontay Johnson. When's Deontay going to ask for a trade? That's a new thing to do. Got Kittle, round four, Burrow. I don't think I love close. the Kittle
1: pick in round four. I mean, it's like I want some exposure to Kittle. So when he slides, I don't mind doing that.
0: He got Mooney and Fields, Alave and Garrett. We got an Ohio State fan here. He Perhaps. pushed
1: his chips in on Fields big time. He took him with the first pick of round eight.
0: We got Comet as well to complete the Bear stat. Khalil Herbert and J.D. McKissick late. I like those. Good job. Yeah, I do K- too. I like uh, K.J. Hamler. What I'm hearing, and it's not like I have inside sources, but like I, I saw a tweet at some point from a Broncos reporter saying that like it's questionable if Hamler is even really going to be out there uh, for the season. Seems like a really big pup candidate, and I think there are some complications uh, potentially with that knee injury. So at least give it a look. Sammy Watkins, Dwayne. Let's kind of end on this.
1: I'm City. with you on the Hamler thing. There are some really sharp people in the industry that are loving Hamler. I don't think there's any point in it right now. you got you got too many other weapons in front of him. Even if one of them goes down, you could still have Jerry, Judy, Cortland, Sutton, and Albert O. Okay, and then what's – I mean, what's Hamler? I mean, like I like Hamler, but if you're going to do it, it's like a last-round pick kind of thing. Yeah. Like I that, wouldn't
0: spend anything further than that. Any thoughts on Sammy Watkins as the Packers' potential wide receiver one? Like, you know, it's Sammy. Well, I really – Yeah,
1: look, he could prove us wrong at this point, but it's not like he's never played with a really good quarterback before. I mean, he's played with Patrick Mahomes. So at this point, he was Sammy. Yeah, I hear you. And I hate it. I love Sammy Watkins. Like, when Sammy Watkins came out, like, he was my number one receiver in that class. Um, I I love, love, love Sammy. Look, And obviously, like, the, the Bills traded up. You know, they basically pulled, like, a Julio move to trade up and get Sammy Watkins in that draft. So the NFL felt similar. To the way a lot of us felt about Sammy Watkins. But look, it's just been long enough now, and I don't know what the deal is, but like he's a 15 to 17% targets per route run guy. Like he's just not going to take over. Now, the Packers' offense this year, depending, they're going to take a receiver, maybe two in the first two rounds. Like there's a version of the Packers where we don't really get anything out of anybody. Like they all end up being like, kind of what you're talking about I think with the Chiefs like they're all like between 15 and 17 percent target share there's no one player that really dominates things but for me like as soon as they sign a rookie as soon as they draft a rookie in the first round which they will probably do could easily be trailing Burks at pick 22 in the first round all my chips are going on that player Alan Lazard not a big target per route run guy Sammy Watkins not a big target per route run guy uh, Randall Cobb's just older. He had it back in the day. Like Cobb, like was kind of, you know, he was the mini version of Debo, like way back in the day. Like not quite as used as much in the running game. And McCarthy, back in the day, actually was kind of creative. Like, you know, hey, you know, think about maybe doing something like that again. McCarthy, <laughs> you're freaking so stale boomer. Boomer, as Ian calls me, Boomer, so I can call somebody Boomer. Uh, yeah, he talks about all these analytics he studied. He didn't study any analytics. He just, he just visited our home office so that he could say that he studied analytics. Anyway, um, yeah, so for me, like, I'm just, I, I don't hate it as a late-round pick. Like, he could surprise us, but I think I've seen enough
0: at this point that I'm like, look, it is what
1: it is with Sammy
0: Watkins. I do wonder if we see more like, the 2018-2019 Aaron Rodgers, which is why I wasn't, you know toned into the 2020 breakout season. Rodgers was still a very good real-life quarterback. He was only he threw six total picks in 2018 2019. Didn't throw for more than 26 touchdowns in either year. Packers went 6-9-1 and, and then 13-3. and three. Like, nothing against the Packers as a team, but you do wonder if, well, how much can Aaron... Like, I agree with you, Dwayne. I don't think Cobb or Lazard or, you know, Sammy Watkins are going to put up big numbers. Probably not Tunyon. Aaron Jones, to an extent. I, if we're projecting Rodgers for, like, 35 touchdowns. That's a really big leap of faith. I mean, we should be trying to figure out who's going to be getting those. Answer might be maybe we're a little bit too high on Rodgers. So maybe Rodgers is the one we should slide down a little bit, like him versus Matthew Stafford and some of those guys. uh, Maybe we do go with the better offense at this point, but we got plenty of time to discuss that. And I mean, right now, I mean, he's not that high. I mean,
1: I've I've got him at the very bottom. You know, I've got him at QB 12. Like, you know, so like, you know, normally he would be between six and eight you know, we've got him down at the very bottom of QB1 territory. Arguably, you could say, hey, he's a high-end QB2. Like, so, I mean, you could make that
0: argument. I have Stafford one spot ahead of him, but maybe I'll change it. I do, too. I have Stafford at QB11. Great day to be great. Dwayne's already made the move that I'm uh, thinking about having the guts to do at some point. Dwayne, let the people know we have on pff.com. We'll be back together tomorrow for a USFL preview. That's going to be fantastic. You know, you're not writing a utilization report article per se but you have put together some fancy dancy charts
1: yeah yeah man so super excited about utilization report for 2022 and then in the usfl season kind of kicks that off so whether you are a usfl fan or you're just an nfl fan you probably want to tune in you're going to want to look at it on youtube because a lot of the stuff that will be in the 2022 version for the nfl is going to be this is going to be the first pass of it really and we're going to be taking people's feedback in so people that see it and they want to give us feedback and say hey McFarland, you're an idiot. Here's what I really like to see changed about it. Like, we're here to listen to that kind of stuff. Now you're gonna have to back it up, though. Like, Ian and I may even have a phone call with you and say, "Okay, well, help us understand why you believe that we should, you know, do that with utilization report." But yeah, man, super excited. I've been sharing those with you, getting your feedback, getting feedback from Yankee, uh, Austin Gell, even even uh, George. Like the whole team at PFF has been giving feedback on them. So I'm I'm excited to unveil it. And like you mentioned, with you know looking at USFL like. Utilization report's like always a big advantage, but in a league that no one really knows anything about, like dude, you're not getting anything like what you're gonna get whenever you listen to this episode about what's going on with these teams. I even sent, you know, you and you and uh, a DME and saying basically like, okay, like treat me like I'm a dummy, like I don't know as much about the USFL as you. Like (laughs) these things are weird in the utilization, you know, that I'm seeing, uh, and you back them all up, and you're like, yeah, here's what's going on. So. It's a a cool process for me also learning about the league. I think there's some real edges people can gain. The other thing that will drop tomorrow is over on PFF um, will be the top five landing spots for rookie running backs. What I basically did, I looked at the teams that have a need at running back. I looked at the teams that also have the draft capital capital to deploy on day two. Uh, We've got quite a few teams that, that have three, four picks on day two. And then looked at the running backs that are basically mocking right now between rounds two and three and started to match them up and say, okay, like, here are the teams that have the need. Here's the back I think that would be the fit and why. And then basically here's what we think the value would be for those players. So that will post tomorrow morning over on Piff.
0: Make sure you follow Dwayne on Twitter at Dwayne McFarlane. My man is getting in his bag of gifts and memes more than ever lately. I feel like embracing us youngins out there in the world. I'm trying. Uh, Ian. I'm
1: trying. <laughs> I'm trying. You still found the best one ever. That dude dancing. like,
0: Oh my like, gosh. It looks I, just like, I, I, like my whole family <laughs> laughed at that. My whole
1: family laughed at that dude. It's just it's just the confidence and the smile that he has. It just makes me like, this dude's just owning it.
0: Just want <laughs> to have a beer with that guy for sure. Uh, four articles four articles out this week on pff.com for myself. Reviewing week one of the USFL. Previewing week two of the USFL. Also broke down the fancy, friendly, rushing nature of these rookie quarterbacks. And looked at which rookie running backs incoming might have some receiving chops as well. So check all that out. And as always, you can use code kickoff 30 I think no F- listen to me yeah. 50 yeah kickoff 50 <laughs> as I get our ad reads up real quick everyone, I thought it was you? draft 50
1: dude you're making us look bad
0: right now you can get 50% of a 50% off a PFF elite annual subscription if you use code draft 50 that's code draft 50 365 days of elite. You get all the locked article content. PFF's NFL draft guide. Completely unlocked mock draft simulator. Dad and Grace in the entire 2021 season, upcoming 2022 season. All that and so much more. Again, promo code DRAFT50. Draft50 for 50 off a of PFF elite annual subscription. So now that we got that off our chest, for Dwayne, I'm Ian. Thanks so much for tuning in to the PFF Fantasy Football Podcast. Until next time, take care.